Welcome to Morning Combos with Ali Sheen. Welcome to Morning Combos. I'm your host, Ali Sheen. And on today's episode, I will answer the question, how have we failed our young boys? But first, let's get to our top news stories. There is only one story worth reporting on today. Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Tuesday announced that the House would begin formal impeachment inquiry on President Trump, saying that he betrayed his oath of office and the nation's security in seeking to enlist a foreign power for his own political gain. The actions taken to date by the President has seriously violated the Constitution Pelosi said, after emerging from a meeting of the House Democrats in the basement of the Capitol. Mr. Trump, she said, must be held accountable. No one is above the law. Which is a blatant lie, because if no one was above the law, they would be investigating creepy Joe Biden as well. Later this morning, President Trump will release the transcript of the call between himself and the Ukrainian president, which tells me the call between him and the president and the Ukrainian president is exculpatory, or the president wouldn't be releasing it. Which leads to the next question why would Nancy Pelosi make the decision for the inquiry before she would see what the transcript says? Or before the inspector general who's gonna testify in front of the House Senate committee on Thursday? This is just a Hail Mary from the Democrats. They are still trying to force creepy Joe Biden or some other Democrat on America and need to weaken Donald Trump as much as possible before the general. Imagine the spectacle of the impeachment proceedings. They're hoping it will ignite their base to rally behind a Biden candidacy or any Democrat that's not Bernie Sanders. Republican Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio said yesterday, Democrats have been trying to impeach the president since the beginning of this Congress. Michael Cohen's testimony was a bust. John Dean's testimony was a waste of time. The Mueller report did not live up to the hype. Speaker Pelosi's decision to pursue impeachment now on the basis of unsubstantiated, indirect, anonymous allegations only shows the speaker has finally succumbed to the unrelenting pressure from the socialist wing of the Democratic Party. This was never about Russian collusion or Ukrainian prosecution. It's all about undoing the 2016 election and the will of the American people. This is not an investigation of truth. Democrats very well know the impeachment process is a waste of time because the Republicans control the Senate. It's so obvious what the Democrats are up to. This is nothing more than a witch hunt and smear campaign that will last till November 2020. The Democrats spent all year conducting hearings and investigation related to the Russian interference in 2016 presidential election only to fail as the special counsel Robert Mueller probe also failed to find any evidence of collusion or conspiracy between Trump and his campaign and the Russians. Mueller's investigation and the Democrat-led investigation also failed to uncover evidence of obstruction of justice by Trump, leaving Democrats empty-handed. 
This is their last ditch effort to stop the Trump train and it will fail as well. Another point that needs to be made is the supposed whistleblower technically does not qualify as a whistleblower under the federal law that provides protection to such individuals, despite the media and leftists referring to the person as such. And the person apparently did not even bear witness to the call itself. Even if Trump did what was alleged, it is unclear how that would amount to an illegal act worthy of impeachment and conviction of a U.S. president, as several Republicans like Senator Mark Rubio of Florida have said. I'm happy the Democrats are stupid enough to take this political gamble. I'm confident that they have just lost any chance of winning in 2020, but they have also lost control of the House, and God willing, this will crush the socialist wing of their party that forced them into this. And that is it for today's top news stories. On yesterday's podcast, I told you how the welfare state, feminist movement, and the birth control pill with the hippie movement at two contributed to the decline of the nuclear family. Once you take the father out of the home, as I stated yesterday, that male child is five times as likely to be poor and commit crimes, nine times as likely to drop out of school, and 20 times more likely to go to jail. The male child that has a mother on welfare without a father in the home grows up realizing that mom can't financially get everything he wants. Children, especially males, are cruel when it comes to teasing other kids. So something like not being able to afford expensive shoes and clothes can make going to school and playing outside unbearable for a male child. This leads to a life of crime. Just not to be embarrassed. In my life, I have known many drug dealers under the age of 18 who parents, most of the time mothers, did nothing to stop them. Granted, a lot of times the mother was addicted to drugs, but that's another story in itself. But back to the point, these males were forced into a life that with a proper male supervision from their father would have never happened or chances of it happening would have been drastically lowered. Black males are taught that police are the enemy and that they're racist and going to kill you. Hip-hop music that glorifies violence and the lifestyle of drugs, sex, cars, jewelry that black males strive to achieve will have males risking their freedom, committing crimes in the hope of escaping the hood to have that life. But it's never an option for these same men to work and achieve the same goal legally. These men are not equipped for the real world. And how could they be? Their mothers never taught them life skills. Hell, how could they teach them anything when she's dependent on the government? The way we feel our young boys is the same way we feel our young girls. And that's the breakdown of the family. Taking the father out of the home completely changes the way in which a child is raised. Especially when it's a boy. The privileges that allow a woman to skate by in life is not that easily accessible for males. The welfare state is designed for single women and kids, not so much for males. Take Section 8, for example. It's almost impossible for a single male to get Section 8, especially if he doesn't have a disability. So having a two-parent household 
with both parents dedicated to preparing their son for life in the world that and, and teaching them values. That means having them focused on education, instilling in him that anything is possible for him with hard work, teaching him the value of the dollar and that and the pride that comes with earning that dollar. In the 1950s, it was more common for a black teenager to be working than a white teenager. And this is before the Civil Rights Bill of 64 and the introduction of the welfare state. In general, teens of any race at that time frequently worked. It was common then for a teenager to be able to put themselves through college with a job alone, without any assistance from their parents. The work ethic and emphasis on family values that exemplify that generation is sorely missed today. Liberalism has taken away personal responsibility from parents and passes the blame to imaginary villains. Whether it's the fictional systemic racism or police brutality, racist Republicans, Donald Trump, the next door neighbor, the Easter Bunny, or even Glass Joe from Mike Tyson Punch-Out. They will blame anyone instead of pointing the fingers at the parents whose responsibility it is to raise the child properly. Especially, especially these women that have these commodity babies. They can care less about being a mother. They want the, the apartment paid for and their refrigerator full and some money in their pocket. The child is just a means to an end. To save our young boys, girls too, but today we're talking about the boys, we must change our mentality and get away from expecting someone to do something for us and start doing it ourselves. And instill this in our boys before they become lost adult males. I'll end this with a quote from Frederick Douglass. It's easier to build, it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. I'm out of time for this episode of Morning Combos. I'm your host, Ali Sheen. Subscribe to this podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, and anywhere else podcasts are found. Like my page on Facebook, Ali Sheen's Playground. Follow me on Instagram at Ali Sheen's underscore playground underscore. And subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ali Sheen's Playground. Let me know your opinion on this episode. Till next time. Enjoy your day.